Okay, guys, this week is a little different. We have a special guest. Um, someone that, when we started this podcast uh, two years ago, <coughs> um, we said, and we had a list of guest potential people, if we, one of us couldn't make it, this dude was our number one choice. Uh, we met working at the CN Tower, how long ago, 10 years ago? I think 11 now. 11, and the moment we became best friends, I was going out on the smoke break. Back then, when it was hot as fuck, and I was wearing a shitty old pirate tank top uh-huh. with long-ass moppy dreads, and all I heard from behind the work desk, I was there for like maybe four days, I hadn't really talked to anyone, wasn't making any friends, and all I just hear is someone see my Mandalorian Bantha Skull and go, Bantha Skull! And I whipped around, because like, it is kind of like a nerd flag, you're like, okay, wait, oh, wait, we got one, we got one. So like someone's sending up, saw the flag, they're sending up a fucking message, and it was this guy. And from that moment on, we realized, more or less, in a lot of ways, we were just the same person in the different uh, two yeah, different bodies. Quite much, quite literally. My good friend Dylan Scott, say hello, Dylan. Hi. So this week, Dylan's here. For you'll see why. There's many reasons why. Yeah. So <laughs> there'll be some grunting from me, I think, during this too. Because as you'll hear, Dylan also had a very uh, thoracic <laughs> encounter. As yours truly. But the real reason we're here is to gather once again for the third time to talk about the inevitable team up of Marcus. What's the fuck is his last name? Marcus. I just know Marcus. Marcus. Oh, come on. And, and Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Marcus Burnett. That was never said in the movie. Mister, I think they say Mr. Burnett a couple times in the other two. Well, fair enough. Bad boys for life. We're really on the ball for this one because this fucker came out. Oh my god, January seventeenth. But was it really that long it's, ago? It's been a while. We've been trying to get to this one for a Yo, while. But it's still showing in VIP. That's pretty good. Yeah, That's I think it's sign. it's doing well, man. It's done three hundred seventy million on a ninety million dollar. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. So how bad boys do? So <laughs> so I think four. Is, I think they've already greenlit four. Um, but dude, we haven't really talked about it. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I fucking loved it. Um, I didn't go in expecting too much, uh, but also expecting a lot at the same time. <laughs> um, the Bad Boys franchise is interesting in that it's kind of the golden age of Michael Bay. Oh, yeah. It's it's his best work, his best explosions, his best set pieces, yeah. his best uh, combination of, like, comedy and action. Well, he that... never got a more charismatic lead. Oh. Leads, I should say. And oh. any, like, Shia LaBeouf and Optimus Prime. Fuck you. Get out of here. You're never, Get out of here. You can't top yeah. those two. They're yeah. so, and like, they're so iconic of their time. Uh-huh. They're exactly. The, they're the perfect good cop, bad cop. Bad cop, bad cop, bad cop. Yeah. Cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I, it took me, to, like, halfway through number two, I'm like, oh, that's their shtick, is that Mike acts like he's gonna flip the shit out and kill a motherfucker. Yeah. And Marcus has to act all neurotic, like, don't you fucking do this, I'll kill a motherfucker yeah. instead. Yeah. And I'm like, it. it's so funny when you see it repeat over and they're like, oh, it works though because yeah, it plays to both those actors. You know, it, it's it's that it's that time old, um, like 
just odd couple buddy cop pairing of you've got uh, Mike Lowry. The, <laughs> just another day with Mike Lowry. Just another day with Mike Lowry. <laughs> uh, sort of the the player, the sort of bachelor with the with the nice cars, and then the family man uh, of Marcus, and and just that like pairing together and. It's very like, Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. yeah. But, like, what I liked about this one is that they, for once, fucking once, actually used those character tropes in the story. Because yeah. I noticed over number one and two, they're kind of the same fucking movie. There's some sort of crazy yep. heist at the beginning that goes uh-huh. kind of fucked up. Uh, then they have to chase down an informer who gives them a lead. Big yep. fucking action. They all kind of hit the same fucking beats. Uh-huh. But this one, for once, they were like, okay, Mike's a player, but what the fuck does that mean to this guy? What if there's a reason he's like this? Like, he doesn't know any other fucking life. He's yeah. straight up like, I'm going to be shooting down by, uh, bad guys till I'm 100. Yeah. Um, Marcus is a family guy, and he actually becomes spoilers. Spoilers all the way through this fucking... Yeah, spoilers... Big fat spoilers. Big fat fucking spoilers. Robbing spoilers. Woosah spoilers. Um, they fucking gave him a grandkid. Yeah. Right at the top of the, the baby mic. Yeah. Oh, the baby mic. The baby. The baby. <laughs> one of my favorite. One of my favorite Marcus moments. I like. I, I like the dynamic of that uh, uh, Mike and Marcus have. I feel like Martin Lawrence doesn't have. Uh, in the first two, a lot of um, leeway to show his kind of like almost ridiculously dramatic side. Which yeah, I, I think I think they he had a little bit more leeway in this one. Yeah, um, especially with the baby scene. Yeah, like, it's it's still it's still like textbook Marcus, but at the same time, it. it to me, felt a little bit fresh. Well, and also it gives him more of a reason. I think in two, it's again. I lo- listen. Two is like the Godfather yeah. two of American action movies. Mm-hmm. Not saying like it's like one of the best action movies ever. No, I mean like slow motion whip pan music yeah. video looking. Yeah. fucking bad American. It's action like Biggie movies. and Puffy on that boat in that hypnotized <laughs> yeah. video in '95. It really is. Like it's it's a timestamp. Both yeah. of them. The first one looks like a bad early '90s music video, and it's okay. But this second one is like it took fucking a bunch of MDMA yeah. and just went cranked at the club, mm-hmm. hard fucking core. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's so again the first one, we're chucking ether out the back of the truck in the middle of the car <laughs> yeah. chase. They're throwing boats out, fucking shit. <laughs> on the on dead bodies. Oh my god. <laughs> dead bodies. Oh, when it got to that part when you see the fucker's head spin off, you're like, Michael yeah. Bay, you're a psychotic son of a yeah, bitch. This is a hard art. <laughs> oh my god, dude. It's so dumb. It goes all the way around and becomes good. Uh, yes. Um, like, did you know? I was looking this up in my research that that mansion that Johnny Tapia, Johnny, he, me, mm-hmm. Johnny Tapia, owns. So the owner of it. Fucking uh, wanted to. Uh, I think it was like it was the Bird family. It was an old, uh, old money kind of billionaire family. Okay. They won. They sold it. It changed hands, and eventually the original owner was like, "I just want the land. I want uh-huh. to get rid of this thing." Yeah. So instead of paying for the demolition, he's like, "If anyone wants to film a music video here no and way. blow the shit out of this thing, no way, go nuts." And Michael Bay saw that, and that's why that whole mansion at the end where they're blowing chunks out yeah. of it. It's, it's actually the mansion. Oh, it's up. legit. Yeah, oh. and I'm like, how fucking fun! That's the genius <laughs> of, of this of this, I guess now trilogy. Yeah, is that it's it's the the height of action movies. Like, um, it the practical effects yeah. mixed with 
very impractical effects. Just simple shit like, hey, how about we mount a fucking, which they started doing a lot after Bad Boys 2, a, yeah. that, uh, a camera on the inside of one of the stunt cars. Yes. So whenever something flips or a fucking like, headlamp comes creating towards the camera, you fucking yeah. feel it. Yeah. That was that. I think it, that's the first movie. Some, yeah. Fucking film nerds gonna be like, no man, it was like yeah. raw from nineteen forty five. Yeah, that's like half the reason GoPros were fucking invented. Exactly, the bad boys too. They're just like blowing all these cameras were so damn expensive. Is that what it was? I mean, probably. I like the idea. That <laughs> Michael Bay's actually on the cutting edge Don't of fucking surveillance technology. Don't me on that. Ever since Armageddon space drilling program, mm. Michael Bay's ideas <laughs> have been on the cutting edge of America's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um. I liked the the thing I liked about it, and I didn't right after we first first watched it. Like we've we've got a couple days in between watching it and recording this, but um, I I wasn't a huge fan of the turn of his son. I yeah. I, I initially I wasn't a big fan of it. I, I think the actor um, they chose for it. Could have been better. Yeah. Um, maybe had more screen personality, especially if they're thinking of spinning this off into a fourth one. Yeah. That was my only... Again, listen, it's Bad Boys 3. I'm not mm-hmm. going in like, I want to see what this says about the human condition. Exactly. It's, I want the 360 fucking shot. Mm-hmm. I want someone to maybe mention Skittles. Yep. I like, but I don't... I want ex- Martin Lawrence poking at a swole. Oh, my room. God. <laughs> I forgot about that. And we starts torturing the dude with it. That was yeah. the, one of the gnarliest things yeah. I have ever seen. Was he saying it's compelling me? Yeah, I gotta touch. I gotta it. touch it, Mike. I gotta touch it, Mike. But like, for once, the whole subplot about like the kid was the only thing where I was like, okay, I, I yeah. get we're trying to have some sort of pulling thread through all this yeah. like the reason Mike Lowry can't have a family is because before he the bad yeah. boys won so we have this overarching theme yeah that felt a little wedged in just cause like I I get it they were trying to give Mike something more than just a fucking bad boy life he wanted exactly. to become a good man yeah <laughs> good man yeah um who the fuck wants to yeah, sing that was... song? <laughs> good man, good man. <laughs> like, I get they had to give him something for their, or yeah. them, for them to make a third one. It just felt a little ham-fisted, I think. Totally. Oh, uh, 100%. Especially and... when it gets to the end and she's like, tell me the truth. The whole, like, yeah. Empire Strikes Back moment yeah. of she's the emperor, like, kill him. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, she's going over the edge. But that's kind of the beauty of the franchise, is they can kind of get away with that shit. Yeah. Because it is so schlocky, over-the-top, action-like... It, it's any action trope you can possibly imagine yeah. it doesn't feel out of place in a Bad Boys movie yep. just because it is like the 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 top of the pile when it comes to the action franchises I think it's like what's it called uh, well what Terminator kind of was where it was just kept, when Cameron's still involved it was like oh this is the status quo for blockbusters this is what you can yeah. fucking do yeah um, but this one I <laughs> like playing up all the fucking character strengths like yeah Mike needed a family he had Mike Martin uh, Lawrence with the baby but the thing that really got me was they actually gave a reason for Captain Howard to be kind of like this 
hippy dippy dude in number two because again it's played for laughs in number two like yeah. oh get it Joey Pants yells a lot so yeah. now he's trying to be calm hot he fucking hot <laughs> but in this one he becomes like the stoic old cowboy who helps Clint Eastwood out before yeah. he goes on his last mission uh-huh. that the bad guys rough the fuck up and like he says his dying words and shit yeah again spoilers when they snipe Joey Pants in the fucking throat yo I was not prepared for that emotional hit no I didn't think I was gonna get a an emotional hit like this from this franchise I was just like that hit me for this I was I was a just surprised and happy to see he still got work yeah when I when he showed up in the movie then I remembered I remembered oh fuck this used to be one of my favorite actors and then he's fucking shot in the neck yep the moment you knew he was going down, that was a great moment. Come on, you seeing this shit? The cat's humping the blanket. You so see what I'm saying? This is, new, this is uh, what this is what I fucking this is live bay. with. This is what I fucking live with. Oh, you're disgusting. Oof, oof. Oh, you're disgusting. Oof. I'll get that later. It's blue. It's a very nice, uh, it's a very nice blue. Okay, we're just gonna move the fuck on. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like living with fucking animals. Alright. <laughs> Where was I before the cat jizz? Um Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, like, whenever he, they had that great moment where he goes, um, uh, the guy's on the horse, the cowboy, and is tearing off in the other direction. Where's your horse going, Mike? The yeah. second he said that, I'm like, this fucker's going to die. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, because that's the old trope, where he, especially like he gives him that sage advice, yeah. and everything seems like it's yeah. going to be okay. They hid that fucking assassination of Mike Lowry so well from all the teasers and shit. Yeah. Like, it happened in the movie, and I was like, did I... Are they going to kill Mike Lowry and just team Marcus up with Yo, someone else? That was wild, too. When that <laughs> happened, because it wasn't... It wasn't even... It was like... It was almost like that fucking Family Guy scene... Uh, from the Godfather of that drive-by with Peter just like getting shot and kept running and kept getting shot, like he like like Mike Lowry go, was a fucking like Swiss cheese by the yeah. end of it. He's wearing that bright yellow fresh exactly. print shirt. Exactly, <laughs> it was just like a fucking just Swiss cheese and activewear. It was wild. Um, and then if that wasn't enough, you get to watch it three four times on the internet whenever yeah. he uploads it. And you're like, yeah. stop showing it. Oh yeah, that was I that it hit me like a fucking bag of bricks you know what I think that was the moment uh, his life got flipped and turned upside down mm. he liked mm. to take a minute sit right there tell you fucking Mike Lowry got shot the fuck up <laughs> Beautiful. that one fucking lie though in Martin Lawrence it's like it's so dumb. I got emotional at Bad Boys. It was the stupidest thing, but it was that fucking line. Again, maybe it's because of the whole pneumothorax chest uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever he was in the, the fucking... Uh, he's like, oh, that's it, Marcus. You know, some guy puts holes in me and you, you don't want to get revenge. That's he's like, don't you fucking do that to me, Mike. Yeah. I sat in the hospital and I wiped the drool off your goddamn shit. Yeah. And you have no right. Yeah. That line was... I don't know why. Like, I've heard, heard actual stories about people who have lost real loved ones. Yeah. I'm like, mm, but Marcus Burnett put it better. Yeah. When Mike kind of didn't really die because he's I not think real. That's that's <laughs> kind of I, I think that moment is kind of the crazy genius of all three of the Bat Boys movies. They're they're over the top, they're fucking stupid as hell. Yeah. They're fun as hell. Yeah. But they're also about like brotherhood. Yes. And and just like 
that stupid idea of like ride or die. Yeah. Ride or die. Yeah. Like basically, like they are the movie equivalent of ride or die. That's true. Yeah. No, like I, it's so pulpy. It's been quoted over and over again. But that fucking moment in number two where he, where we ride together. We died again. Every time yeah. I watch that movie, I'm like, I've seen this a dozen times. <laughs> they about to fuck some shit up and I'm yeah. going to love it. It's, it's the same so- as the moment in number two with the shit got real moment. Yes. Yo, that I wish I like once every two weeks. I really wish that scene was in my life. Yes, that I could recreate seriously because it would feel so much better. Yeah, for whatever I was going <laughs> slowly get up from the yeah. ground and for some reason remove your finger from your ear, ear? even though you're not wearing it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Shit just got real. Oh my god! And I think that's the other thing I was going to say is about you know one and two. It's the worst thing about it is that it's kind of the same fucking narrative in the sense of like yeah. their their brotherhood pulls together at the end because yeah. they have to protect this one chick from yeah. bad guys and yeah. it's just kind of like Ugh, twice yeah. and also the first one's Tia Leone and you're like just let oh, her she's get insufferable shot. in that first one <laughs> that is one of the worst characters of all time and I personally I love Tia Leone's work sure I think she's a very charming actress sure I, I, I think she's great but holy fuck, that character! Oh yeah, I just I want I wanted to just be like get out of this penthouse yeah. and you you deal with the repercussions yeah. yourself. My favorite is like because the, the, the movie's got a lot of like bait and switches. Like it's yeah. going one way and like oh now we're doing like this yeah. trading places thing and the, oh yeah. now we're doing like it's like it keeps changing a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's doing too it's doing too much. It tries to do too much. Yeah. Um, but like when that movie, what I love is like you know Marcus has a wife and Mike's the player and all of a sudden he brings this escort back to Mike's place. Like oh shit, he gonna cheat on his wife. But two scenes later, they're just bitching at each other, yeah. and he hates her. And you're like, no one likes you. Yeah. Even the people who are protecting your life don't like yeah, you. Exactly. And like every time they want to go out and do shit, she's just like, I'm coming too. I'm like, lady, who the fuck are you? You're wearing heels. Yeah. Why are you coming with yeah. us? You don't. Who gave you a gun? They're going on a drug bus. <laughs> heels aren't appropriate attire, lady. There is twenty minutes ago, you didn't want any bad guy to see it, and now you want to come to a fucking meet. Yeah. Like, you're useless yeah. like, oh, oh just I don't know man I guess burning sage around bad guys might work <laughs> she's it's like between her and what's her face in Temple of Doom uh, oh, yeah, I can't yeah, remember yeah. her name but oh my god they're like neck and neck but at yeah. least Willie Scott had the brains to be well zero brains to be like I'm just gonna back out of the room and let you guys handle this cause I'm not an archaeologist yeah. who fucking swings from vines and shit <laughs> this chick no she's got it figured out she's like I get it you're cops and potentially gay I can do this job yeah bad girl for life cause yeah. that's equality Dylan yeah I and- <laughs> 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 yeah, I I I I enjoy that the writers saw their flaws and mm. completely removed her from any other bad boy movie Do ever. They, no, they don't address no, her. No, not even two. not even a whiff. Because at least they had the decency to be like, "Oh, I broke up with Sid." Exactly. And we found out she got her own spinoff. Yeah, with Jessica Which, Alba. What the? Who's? How did they market that that poorly? There's Seriously. only two people in the world who would care about that I didn't know about it. Like, I would have watched that if I knew it was coming up. Like, like, I get it. We got to empower, you know, more female-led television shows and all that. So you don't want to plaster bad boys all over, like, this yeah. female-led show. But drop a little, like, a watermark yeah. or something. Or, like, I, I don't know, a, a little tagline or something. Yeah. Some you, correlation. You know I got to call it bad girls. Yeah. But. 
but like you gotta let me know it's a bad boy spinoff and I'm gonna watch the shit out of it seriously are you kidding me like I would've watched a spinoff of what's his name Reggie that came back for the third which I can't believe they pulled up that actor like that whole marriage scene yeah was incredible it was dude even Reggie had an arc Reggie had an arc even the first thing Will says to him is like uh, you you think you can't fight dude comes out like a marine yeah and you're like oh come on dude you can tell like they just wrote that movie with such love and Mm -hmm. appreciation for the first two of like okay we haven't We've done, like, five hours of these movies, but we haven't really said anything. Yeah. So let's try to give, like, imbue everyone with a sense of purpose. I'm like, they gave Reggie an arc, and now he's a daddy. <laughs> he's still rocking them ludicrous dreads, yeah, but that's it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that that was my maybe my favorite in-joke or throwback of the entire movie was Reggie. Yeah. Like, they they knew. They just, were just like, we gotta have a part for this guy. We gotta bring him back. Yep. Even when we show his face, that's done. The only dude I was... I forget his name, man. The tall... The basketball player from the first two who was like their hacker guy in the second one. Oh. I would, he was the only one I was like, I kind of wish they threw him in for a sec. I get yeah. why we had to shoehorn in all these like hot young kids who yeah, were gonna be yeah, ammo. Yeah. Fucking Vanessa Hudgens apparently is an action star now. Was she in that? Yeah, she was. That she was the I only don't know girl. Who she is. I only know because I saw her name in the credits. I was like, "Who uh, was that girl?" I'm like, "That was High School Musical." And there's uh, even that one line where Will Smith's like, "They're like a High School Musical boy band with guns or some shit." Uh, that, that I guess that was kind of a joke because like she was what's her fuck. You just gave me so much fucking information right there. <laughs> I you I knew nothing about <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens' career, and you just filled me in on. The vast majority of it. It's the same crap you know through osmosis when you date chicks who are into musicals and stuff. Like, do you watch High School Musical? I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. Like, that's up there with glee of shows I will never goddamn oh, watch. Oh, like, but wait, were High School Musicals movies? Oh, um, no. yeah, I think so. With Zac Efron, that's where yeah. he came from as well. Yeah. Isn't it scary that those guys were once in high school and now they're like older than us? Oh, I don't know how that happened. Getting so old. I remember when I saw fucking Neighbors, the Seth yeah. Rogen flick with Zac Efron. I'm like, that guy's like 24. Yeah. And he looks like he could easily kick the yep. shit out of me. But now he's old. Yeah. Now he's old, though. Oh, it's weird. He's got to be 30 now. Is he? Did he catch up to us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't That might be how it works. Because in Baywatch, our, oh, I was like, no, yo, yeah. this guy's looking mad old. I mean, I guess if you're baking in the fucking sun all the time because you have to yeah. stay that weird orange hue yeah. all the time. Yeah, plus with those blue eyes, right. that blonde hair, mm. yo, <laughs> it doesn't do well under the sun. No, it doesn't. It does not at all. But it's good to look at. <laughs> Zach Efron. Oh, not too shabby. Not too shabby. But, yeah, man, that's, I don't know. Uh, we got anything more to say? R.I.P. Captain Howard. Yeah. Joey R- Pants. R.I.P. And also... I just watched The Matrix and Sopranos, so I had to watch Joey Pants die like three Ooh, times in the past six months. That's rough. Uh, <laughs> I I just want to take this moment in time in like a time capsule. Uh, I'm kind of excited that they're going to keep the franchise going. Where do you think it goes? But, oh, yeah. I think it's going to be Will and his kid doing shit, which... I, Oh, Marcus is... Oh, no. Right. Yeah, that's what I think it's going to be. That's what I think it's going to be. It's going to be Mike Lowry and blank Lowry. <laughs> I, I don't know. Esteban Lowry. So it essentially will be like... What was that movie where he was a 
Gemini where he was like fighting oh, a younger version yeah, of himself? Yeah, yeah, Gemini man. I'm like, if you're gonna DH someone, yeah. maybe pick an actor who hasn't looked the same for the past twenty years. Yeah. It's not that impressive. But I think honestly, if they've greenlit a fourth, it's gotta be him and his kid. And then Marcus just pops in and be like, I got you some help every now and then. that was my best Martin Lawrence. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I I wonder if because it's Will Smith for the fourth one, if that is the plot, like him and his son. Yeah. He's not just gonna like retcon Jaden in. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Like, they wouldn't do it for they wouldn't, they wouldn't do it for Bad Boys for Life, but <laughs> yo, I, I can see it. How useful it. is an undercover DEA agent who's like, why do clouds look like cotton balls? <laughs> How come my shoelaces can't tie themselves? Like, are clouds even real? Rabbits can't jump. This is an open channel. Who the fuck is talking? How come my hands can't touch anything but themselves? Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> They're using hollow points. Hollow points. Red team is down. Red, Red team, team is down. down. <laughs> So yeah, Bad Boys uh, Four. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see Bad Boys Four. <coughs> Will and and Jaden Smith. Yeah, in the in the word of of Sean P. Diddy Combs, man. Uh, take y'all that, take that. Y'all got some drama, and the saga continues, man. Bad Boys Play. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh. Speaking of switching from Bad Boys to Bad Bodies. Oh. You like that? That's a fucking smooth transition. That was a smoother transition to sandpaper. Um, So, uh, Dylan and I share something very special in common. Um, Yeah. As we found out two weeks ago. The universe has a sense of humor, I guess. In a weird yin-yang way. Like, again, we've always joked that we're the same person in two different bodies. And now we have medical evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Your lung collapsed a week after mine? Uh, no, so this was, it would have been three if this, because you had your fourth uh, week, yeah. that's right, right? Yeah, that's right. So mine collapsed, uh, not last Thursday, but the Thursday before. So a little less than three weeks. And only partially. Still. Only partially so collapsed. So what, so I think you told me you were reaching behind the couch or something? What happened? Yeah, it's not even a good fucking story. <laughs> Oh, neither was mine, dude. I was going to get 10.30 guilt poutine. <laughs> this one's worse. I was playing with my cat, and uh, his, his his toy, his fucking cat lure, fell behind the couch, and I was going to reach down, and obviously this is a visual medium, so uh, the <laughs> listeners can see what I'm doing. Um, so I was reaching behind the couch to try to pick up the toy. You know that thing that we've all done where it's just like, you're like, oh, if I try really hard, I can stretch my hand an extra inch. I'm Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Watch me stretch. I can do it. Yeah. Trust me. I can. I got this. So I was doing that with my chest pressed up against the hard part behind the couch. With a with a 30-plus-year-old body. With 30, yeah. uh, 30, 33-year-old body. Anyone uh, 20, 30, 29 and younger, enjoy that. Yeah. Your stretching please, days are, are numbered. Please enjoy <laughs> But also, like, the, the angle, most of my weight was kind of on my chest on that one point. And now thinking about it and thinking about simple fucking physics <laughs> I learned in 11th grade, I'm like, yeah, that's not a good good look. Uh, I heard a pop while I was reaching for it. Actually- 
Yeah, I heard a pop, and oh it felt a give. God. And it was like this weird hollow pop. And this weird thing <laughs> oh. where I was just like, oh, that's not good. And I it, it hurt a little bit, but not too much. Not too much. Um, and then I was like... At this point, it was like, I don't know, I was playing with the cat at like 1.30 before going to bed before work the next But morning. immediately, was your breathing, or was it slowly It was. It just hurt. It just hurt. Um, I don't know if there was any breathing stuff that I could remember. I right. don't think there was. So anyway, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go to sleep. Went to sleep, uh, woke up the next day, went to work... Davey feels my pain. <laughs> He's like, hey, DC had one of these too. Uh, went, went to work, did the full day, full day, like kind of just like a little bit hobble, a little bit sore. Yeah. Then I was on the streetcar going home um, and I sneezed, like just sitting in the streetcar with like pressed up against, cause it's fucking downtown Toronto, yeah. pressed up against people, sneeze, and I felt like I got like kicked by a horse or yep. shot yep. I was like oh yep. fuck that's not good that's not good so I went home oh, <laughs> I started texting that, that's just, you that's when your lung just flexes and all of a sudden yeah. it's like oh, I can't do that yeah. no and something goes different it and... feels weird the way I described it it's like someone just taking a knuckle and rolling it into your yeah, chest yeah kind of yeah. yeah it's like under yeah Oh, it feels like bone, but it's not. When, it's like when oh. I got it, it's when the, it was the moment I knew, like, oh, this is not pneumonia. I'm kind of oh. fucked here. When I tried to go to bed that night, yeah, the second I went from vertical to horizontal, yo, that's the worst part. <laughs> yo, that's the worst part. So fast forward. Well, actually, no. The important part is fucking. I texted you and I was like, yo, I was when like, you collapsed your lung, <laughs> did it feel like this? And you were like, son, get yourself in the ER. <laughs> Right now, I think my first response was "fuck off." Yeah, I know. but that, that was Becca's first response too. She was, uh, she was. I was just, I was telling, telling her everything. Then she was like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> if you guys get this collapse long in the same fucking month, you idiots. So I fucking, I went uh, through the ER. Blah blah blah. It's only partially collapsed, yeah. which I guess I got off easy. I didn't yeah. get turned into a Capri Sun like you did. <laughs> Uh, fucking, but, yo, it sucks. Yeah. It it's sucks. No joke. It's like getting up to, did you, I've been waiting to be on here to ask you this question. Yeah, yeah. When you sit up, stand up, move, sort of anything that isn't vertical, were you making weird ass noises that you could help? you should have seen, so the, basically, mine went down 1030 Friday night. Yeah. So I went to my GP around the corner around... I think two the next day. Yeah. So that whole like was that fourteen hours? Yeah. I was making the oldest old man noises, Yo. and I didn't care. Like you know the, those old yeah. man coughs that you oh you're on the bus like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was doing a lot of those. Yo, because the thing is, is like I'm still oh. I'm still healing from it. It still fucking sucks. I kind of wish they just. Poked the poked the straw into me. I'm super. I was so surprised, but it sounded like it was a lot more gradual. Yeah. So apparently, it's only the top quarter. Yeah. And <clears throat> they were like, if it doesn't, if it doesn't progress, it's it's more risky to to like basically shove something through your ribs and through like all the cartilage that and shit sense. like they did with you. That makes sense. They're like basically like the risk of infection. <laughs> blah blah blah. It's like. 
as long as it doesn't get worse, and long as we, and it was a we, fucking, I, I didn't know his lungs were supposed to slip, but one of the doctors <laughs> was just like, look at your lungs slipping on the ultrasound, that's good, and I was like, that looks fucking bad, but she's like, nah, most of it's slipping, so it's good. Um, I guess that just means it's moving. Yeah, like it's, it means it's, 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 it's not like it's compressed. not all jammed up yeah. and compressed and shit. So, um, yeah, man, it's yo, it's a wild fucking injury. Yeah. So mine, I, the weird thing is that mine came on as quickly as it went away because mm-hmm. mine was apparently again. I think I told you whenever <laughs> I was in the uh, hospital, it's, it's like. Two different, uh, three different doctors at two different hospitals said yeah. they did the same thing. They had the X-ray on the screen. I'd walk up and they kind of give me like a, you know, hello nod. Then they kind of start to figure out, looking at me, looking at the X-ray, looking at me, and be like, "Is this you?" Yeah. And I'd be like, "Yeah." And they'd be like, uh, uh, "Wow, okay, you just look fine. Like that's a very compressed lung. Like, yeah. oh my god." Because honestly, dude, mine was like in forty seconds. I went yeah. from like everything's honky dory to like, okay, I can't really talk right now yeah what the fuck so i think mine just went <laughs> yeah just the cold. whole thing yeah because yeah. it was like the size of my fist in the x-ray it was tiny yeah um so uh, yours sounds like it was a lot more gradual but it's still like it's no like you can feel yeah for people listening can, oh, sorry go ahead oh no i was just gonna say like you know when your internal organs work fine you don't notice yeah. the second something's out of order you can feel it you're it's, it's weird oh right? yeah yeah it's I, strange. I know what my lung feels like right now yes and it was yeah. the funny thing is i almost had the inverse experience that you did so i went in for an x-ray um it hurt to breathe in deep yep. um and they were like breathe deep and i was like i'm not breathing that fucking deep motherfuckers like <laughs> it hurts and so they were just like, yo, your x-ray looks fine. And I think it was on a Friday night, and I was there at, like, 2. Like, I waited around for so long. So I think they were just like, they're like, all right, this is the last guy. we got to get out before, like, whatever the AM rush is. Right. Um, let's just do an ultrasound on him. And then so the guy comes in, the doctor comes in with the, the I think, the, doc, the nurse doing a residency or doctor mm. doing a residency comes in he does the good side of my lung and is like look it looks like ant- ants walking along a branch yeah, that's right like that's how it's supposed to look um and then if we look over here oh <laughs> oh yeah you do have a collapsed lung and i was just like i'm just all gelled up and i'm like <laughs> all right i told you guys <laughs> I have a pretty good authority. Yeah. Uh. Um, and that's it's like the exact opposite experience. And they're just like, he was like, he was like, come back on Sunday for an x-ray. He's like, it's only like a quarter, an eighth to a quarter collapse. Uh, if it's, if it's still, if it's not worse on Sunday, it'll heal on its own. So. Yeah. Still going through it, man. It's interesting, man. Yeah, it, it's funny. So I asked my I have, today was my four week follow up for yeah. mine, and I asked the doctor. I'm like, so what the hell? Like, one, mm. can we prevent this from happening again? Because they say for the next uh, one two years, we're well. Yours fi- was spontaneous, right? Yeah, mine was a blunt force, which is well. Here's the thing, mine kind of I don't know because like, I talked to my brother about this. It was he went, oh shit, this happens to me sometimes. What used to happen. When I used to take a really deep breath in, right here next you to my... you feel sharp pain? Not sharp pain. Oh, no, okay. it, it felt like 
cartilage popping. Uh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like okay. Underneath my skin. Uh-huh. And it was in that very spot that yeah. when my lung collapsed, that's where it hurt the most. Yeah. Um, so I'm just wondering. And ever since the, 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 uh, the what do you call it, the surgery, it's gone. Yeah. I don't feel it anymore. Yeah. That was the only forewarning I felt like I had. So you know what I think that is? Because I feel like I... Even though mine was blunt force, I feel like I've had. So what can happen is tiny little air bubbles. The blebs. Yeah, the yeah, blebs. That's can what happen. happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, and can get in there because, like, sometimes when I would be taking a deep breath, I, I had asthma as a kid, so I'm always just like, yeah. my lungs are fucked. Whatever. Same. Um, sometimes I'd be breathing, and when I get to a certain point of breathing, I'd feel sharp pain kind of around my chest. Okay. And then. I'd just be like, fuck it, breathe through it, breathe yes, deeper, yeah. and just be like, ow, no. okay, good, alright, the pain's gone It now. will make me stronger. Yeah, exactly, um, which, I, that sounds like it, that's what could that's have been exactly happening what I was doing, and for all I know, I was just making it worse and yeah, worse yeah, every yeah. time I fucking flexed it. Yeah. Jackass. Oh, what a jackass. Yo, I, that's how I feel, I'm just like... Now I know the frailty of my human body. Oh, man. I had two in, like, 18 months. I fucking broke my arm in half and then... Which I'll totally take responsibility for. Like, I was fucking not paying attention. Yeah. But this one was a little bit more emancipating because I was like, I had nothing to do with this. I was minding my own business. Same. I was on my fucking couch. (laughs) I got injured on my couch. Trying to help your cat out. Trying to help my cat. One of the least dangerous animals you can have in your home. Exactly. And it's just like, that. that's when, I don't know, man, I think we gotta start doing yoga. Well, that's that's what I was gonna say. I asked my doctor about him, so I'm like, uh, okay, one, what kind of cause this? I heard it, you know, taller length yeah. guys and the the first doctor who came in to talk to me she yeah, said we're tall and like huh yeah we're tall and like yeah that's true and i was like underweight for like ages 13 yeah. through 18 for god's yeah. sakes um well i'm a little bit overweight so it doesn't help yeah and, uh, <laughs> again and sometimes whenever my chest hurts i breathe in harder yeah and exactly. like, <laughs> just like, ah, beat it <laughs> i win i breathed my way to the other side of health mm-hmm. um she um said well we used to think it was because taller guys there's a higher pressure pressure differential in the chest cavity uh, and that sometimes can cause a collapse but the other doctor was like to be honest with you short answer we don't know yeah and i'm like really because for the past four weeks when i tell people this story they all are like well no 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 there has to be a reason why and yeah. he's like no nope, it's just it just happens yeah like. I, and that's the thing i kind of I, I i kind of learned from this whole process is the whole the way the fucking lungs work and your whole chest cavity and your thorax works it's fucking wild. It's yeah. just roll of the dice. It's just like, yeah, the chest uh, makes the lungs uh, form a vacuum, and, <laughs> and we hope it works. Yeah. So what this thing? See this thing down here, the diaphragm. This sucker is just gonna yank down. Yeah. And what's that gonna do? That just yanks the, air through this thing's face. Yeah. And, and then, if a grape gets in the way, it dies. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know why we built it this way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's, there's some weird fucking vacuum equilibrium that's supposed to be in your chest that, like, apparently can get fucked up by oh, yeah. bubbles. Yeah. It's wild. It's crazy. I mean, that's why, like, that's why it always made me laugh about, like, human evolution. If you look at kind of, like, the 
separate quadrants of a human body. Yeah. It's like appendages up top, appendages below. Yeah. And then between those appendages, you have the think center and the reproducing center. That's essentially yeah. all it is. And, and then they're like, what do we do with it? How do we make it run? Where do we put the motor in the engine? It's like, oh, just cram it in the fucking middle. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, fucking yeah, know. Exactly. Just keep it all safe it's in the middle. It's all life support yeah. right here. And they're just like, a couple of ribs will it, do it. You don't want to distribute that? No. What What about this? It breathes with the same tube it eats with? Yes. <laughs> Is there a problem with this? Yeah. I don't see a way this can fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, uh, like fucking a uh, couple centuries into human evolution the Heimlich maneuver has been invented yeah. a way to save people from choking to death break the thorax <laughs> <laughs> if you don't break your rib you're not doing it right mm. or is that CPR I don't know it's the same I, I think that's I think that's true for any medical procedure just break a rib yeah break a rib it's... even if it's just like a grown toenail like, extracting <laughs> sir punch I'm gonna need you to lay down on your back and bite rib. this towel yep <laughs> My rib, my foot doesn't hurt, <laughs> but my rib is fucking punctured my lung. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Okay. What was the last thing we got? Oh, I remember now. Fallen Order? Fucking Fallen Order, because it took me a while yeah. to work my way through this shit. Star yeah. Wars, Fallen Order. Yeah, we've both been shipping it. Well, not shipping it, we were done that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I tore through it, because it was basically dropped perfectly for me. When I had a lack of job, mm. for a better for a better word, mm-hmm. um, and yo, I tore through that game so fucking quick. Like I think it was like maybe twenty four hours after it was out, I was like, dude, when you get to Kashyyyk, the <laughs> dopest <laughs> shit, right. Star Wars shit you'll ever see. <laughs> I was, was like, it was like the night, like night. It came out. So, um, yeah, you like so you you had a way longer progression. Oh, yeah. How, how, was, how was that? I got mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> I got really mad at it. Yo. Have you played, like, God God of War and Dark Souls? Because this is the, the games so, that keep coming up. Every yeah, time so God of War I played. Don't, I played both, actually. Yeah. Um, God Dylan's of War. Dylan's also a gamer accolade. Oh, uh, I, the, one of the moments I knew how hardcore Dylan was. Before we get into more at Fallen Order, can you please tell them about the fucking uh, pat the the paddles the Street Fighter the Street controller? Fi- yeah, you gotta tell them about that. It's one of the uh, coolest things I've ever seen. I made a two-player Street Fighter controller um, based on well, not based on using the parts for uh, North American uh, Marvel versus Capcom machines. Yeah. Um, so for people at home. I'm- Davey, chill the fuck out. You've never no, played he, a stand-up arcade to, game. He wants to throw some Hadoukens. <laughs> <laughs> um, imagine you're standing on an old stand-up arcade game. That little joystick and two buttons you got on your right hand. It was that thing just removed from the stand-up, and you could sit with it on the couch. Yeah, and plug I, it into the Xbox. The, fir- <laughs> the first time I came over to your place, I remember, like, are you ready for this? I'm like, what? And you busted out the same, like, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? And you sat down next to me and you just put it on our laps and loaded up some... So what would have been Street Fighter? Street Fighter, was or, it? Or uh, was it um, Metal Slug? Possibly. It was some, like, uh, what do you call it, versus, like, combat game. Oh, uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Likely, yes. Yes. Likely. And I just remember sitting there being like, the same feeling you got when you saw The Force Awakens the first time before uh, the fucking episode 9 shat down its throat. 
um, whenever you're just like, it's something old and something new, and it's all coming together. Yeah. You, it was the controllers of something old with a 360 video game. I'm like, this guy's like Tony Stark. <laughs> he makes dreams come true with technology. This is amazing. <laughs> you can thank you can thank the unemployment I got from the CN Tower for that build. Oh, was that after? Yeah. So, oh. yeah, when I got... We don't have to go into this, but uh, when I got let go from there, uh, I moved back to Peterborough for like four months to like regroup before I went back to college. Right. And I was like, and that's when Street Fighter V came out. And I was like, fuck. I used to spend so much time in the arcades fighting motherfuckers. I used to get like in fist fights over (laughs) who got next on Street Fighter machines and I was like I miss the way that feels and like this new Street Fighter came out I'm gonna figure out a way ended up soldering arcade buttons to a controller and putting it into a box and yeah that's that's the monstrosity you just took apart a 360 controller and popped them into like where did you find the the controllers for the stand up arcade uh, oh, I ordered the, the buttons? Yeah. I ordered them online. So Jesus. the box, uh, I had someone manufacture for me um, to the specifications of putting in gotcha. the, the six buttons and the uh, joystick. Um, and then I ordered, actually, to place in Mississauga. Um, I was in Peterborough at the time, but place in Mississauga called the Palladium Store. Okay. Ordered arcade parts from there. Um, so is it essentially just two controllers hooked into one box? It literally, so I took two of the cheapest Xbox controllers I could get from EB Games yeah. at that point, took them apart, and the way a button works on a controller is you kind of have this mesh of uh, um, sort of like sensors, Okay, and what happens over top of it uh, when you press the button, it completes the circuit. Gotcha. So there, a piece of metal makes this two, these two pieces sort of uh, complete the circuit. Gotcha. And that sends a message, oh, this button's been pressed. So what you can do is uh, solder two wires to those two little pieces. Um, because the way an arcade button works is when you press it, it's a switch and it completes yeah. that circuit. Gotcha. So it's hacky but that's pretty cool though yeah sorry it was yeah it's so fucking cool it's fun i mean like that's i built i ended up building soldering together a fucking machine for the mazda auto show last year based on the knowledge i worked out from that controller cool man it's yeah it's all right it's fucking it's fun it's just it's one of those things like that's a skill you just have now yeah you know 100 and it was so fun doing it and it was like it was so funny by the time I was done building the thing. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm still kind of shit at Street Fighter." <laughs> 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 Took months to build oh, the thing. Oh, I hate this <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm I'm pretty good at Street Fighter now. That's I'm pretty, pretty good awesome. At Street Fighter now. Yo, isn't there a an a mod, not a mod you get for three six? Because I'm thinking mm-hmm. like one of my favorite stand up arcade games were like the beat 'em ups, like the yeah. Simpsons one or the Ooh. Ninja Turtles one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is there a way? Because like I'm thinking like the Scott Pilgrim one would be kind of fun. Yo, I can build you a machine if you want. No, no, I, I, I need less stuff, especially in the <laughs> especially in the video game department. Oh my god, like. Speaking of which, I lose hours of my life to, like, fucking fall in order. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, that game was so fucking immersive. It was so good. And, yeah. And, sorry, to yeah. loop back to no, your, yeah, your question yeah. about uh, God of War and Dark Souls. I played both. Um, 
it's I've seen a lot of people call uh, Fallen Order Souls esque. Okay, which yeah, is, yeah. Which is this something you'll hear about a lot of games now? It's Souls esque, which just means that it's it's a little bit more difficult than normal. Sure. Um, I mean, Dark Souls and all those Soul game, Demon Souls and Dark Souls will fuck your life up. Like literally, you're <laughs> you're mashing, but you're you're spending three hours trying to beat one boss. Gotcha. Dying over and over and over and over again. Okay. I think um, Fallen Order. Uh, did a really good job of making that sort of thing approachable mm. because I don't fucking like those Souls games. <laughs> I don't got time for that, man. I got a nine-to-five job. I got fucking shit to do. I got to buy groceries on the way you got home. got to fucking bust it ass long. <laughs> yeah, I got to bust it ass long. I got to go see Bad Boys. Like, I fucking, like, I don't have time to spend three hours on a fucking, not even a boss, a sub-boss or yes, a normal enemy. exactly. And I don't have time for that shit. I yeah. want to come home and feel like a superhero. But I want to feel like I earned it. Yeah. And I feel like Fallen Order really hit hit that sort of perfect, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that on the easy difficulty. Me too. <laughs> on the easy difficulty. <laughs> sort of hit that sweet spot yeah and because what i found interesting about it the big once you figure out you can counter everything Mm -hmm. like laser blast counter yeah uh fucking staff counter giant frog leaping at you counter then you kind of get the swing of things and once you get the rhythm of it i was like okay i get the appeal of like the boss fights and all these but i gotta tell you man when i first dove into it i couldn't fucking figure it out and i was so pissed because mm-hmm. i don't usually download games straight on my ps4 yeah, yeah, yeah. but i was like i can't even like give this to somebody yeah like, i don't fucking want this fuck this game yeah, yeah, yeah um i was so fucking pissed off and then eventually you kept going through it and you were like cow's one of my new favorite jedi oh, I, yeah. you gotta go through this i was like motherfucker so i dove back and i can't remember i remember now because you get two planets in the first one. Yeah. They give you the Dathomir and the other one I can't remember. Yeah. And I try to go to Dathomir first. Which oh, is... they they do that on purpose. Yeah. Sure. Where they're like, yeah. Dathomir, you're not, you can't get fucking into Dathomir. Fuck you. Well, the funniest thing is the rest of the game, they're like, oh, Jesus, Dathomir, I don't want to go back there. That place is awful. I'm like, the fuck? Why didn't you tell me that the yeah. first time I went there, yeah. I got my ass handed to me. So, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think that game, as a Jedi, Mm-hmm taught you patience oh in a very stoic jedi like way no i was furious as shit and i threw it down i, <laughs> I went straight to the dark side <laughs> i was the night sister man i was like fuck this <laughs> why isn't there a red lightsaber option fuck this game <laughs> no um you know what it was it did because what I like about that game is I, it took me a while to realize we've totally gotten past the idea of three lives and you're dead. Yeah. And it's game over. Yeah. I just got used to just trying to... I went full live, die, repeat Tom Cruise where I'm just like, yeah. I just got to keep trying to slide uh-huh. down this fucking slide, yep. get to that vine and then latch onto the wall yeah. over and over again until I get it because when I do, it's going to be so yeah. worth it. Um, and there's a lot in that game uh, like in terms of like the scope Mm-hmm. Um, the way I keep explaining it to people as a 80s Lucasfilm nerd I'm like dude it's 50% Star Wars 50% Indiana Jones 100% like you're just you're, you're tomb raiding yep. and fucking fighting stormtroopers with a yep. lightsaber yep but uh yeah man you spend a lot of the game climbing <laughs> so you know much I mean? of the climbing so much climbing so and much sliding at, at first I was like fuck this shit I came to enjoy it the exploration and that's that's sort of what I was getting at with that that 
um, stupid patience joke. Um, <laughs> that was good. I I kind of I, I kind of liked how <coughs> it made you as a Jedi defend and made you put you in their shoes of being like you you don't use the force aggressively right unless you have to as opposed to like every other lightsaber combat game where it's just like that. fuck shit up you got, a sh- <laughs> you got a shiny sword fuck shit up get in there yep. buddy uh, I liked how it was it was very like you need to be practical and thoughtful like a Jedi yeah. is supposed to be and I, I think that's what that game fucking nailed that's true I, I felt like a Jedi like I felt like I could feel during some of the boss battles with the uh, the second sister. Was it, was yeah, that yeah, yeah, second sister. Second sister, yeah, where you could kind of feel like the game let you sort of teeter over into the dark side a bit with with some of the anger. Yeah, um, and then sort of like it would humble you with a fucking like frost troll. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I and I thought that was very interesting, and I. I think that was very deliberate into sort of it was a nice little glimpse of what it would be like to be a Jedi. Well what was cool also like a Jedi who's not living in the glory days exactly. or post like, you know, New yeah. Republic or yep. you know, before Order this is like post Order sixty six. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been a ton of stories no. that center around other than Rebels, one Jedi yeah. who's like on his own no, in it's a world. Obi Wan and Anakin, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that it was kind of interesting to see like but if you were an apprentice who just barely had a grasp on this thing yeah. like it was such a cool device being like instead of having a tutorial where we lay everything out for you yeah we're just gonna give you like he's got ptsd essentially yeah 100%. order 66 happened he saw his master get yeah. murdered the story is fucking fun man yeah um the, and, and those and those flashback scenes with him and his master yes! were some of the best parts of the game and so i think fun. i think that device of you learning a new skill by remembering being taught by your master because yep. He he was Cal was suppressing the force for so long because he didn't want to get Order sixty six basically. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as he helped his buddy in the in the first chapter of the game, Which is an awesome opening. Oh my god, so opening. fucking good. Yeah. Um. And you know, one of the best Star Wars openings ever. Yeah. I, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then, but basically, like having that device of him relearning it by you flashing back to him being a Padawan. Yeah. And learning that skill. A was really great for like just the devices of a video game, but B for world building. Yeah, yeah. But that was our our first glimpse into like what a nomadic Padawan structure looked like. Right. You know what I mean? Well, what was also interesting about that is that I like the way it worked into the narrative because I can't remember which level it is. I don't think it's in the first couple tutorials, uh-huh. but eventually you see like that. Um, crisscrossy star destroyer window pattern. Yeah. He's looking down at you. I'm like, wait a minute, where? are we yeah and then you realize like we're on a star destroyer what day is this is this order 66 day like (laughs) oh that little bit where uh, god i i wish i remembered the name of his jedi master siri yeah it says it on the lightsaber yeah because he was no siri was i'll get it yeah because he was he was one of my favorite jedi masters um just because he was kind of like I don't know if you like Dragon Ball, but kind of like Piccolo, as in like. Oh, I do. When I write the brief Dragon Ball I did watch, Piccolo yeah. was my favorite character. Yeah, and yeah. It, that he reminded me a lot of Piccolo. He's just it. like I, I got to take this little kid under my wing. Yeah, I'm gonna teach him power and discipline and all that stuff. And right. Then, but then having that like 
plot device of you moving through the vents while watching him underneath fighting yeah. all, all this all, yeah. Yeah, that was tough I really like any video game that like puts the narrative in the middle of a level so you yeah. just kind of have to play through watching a character yeah. shit. it's it's it never it doesn't always capture my imagination oh, the, Ark, the Arkham games did it great yeah. where like there's Batman you're walking down a hallway and all of a sudden you start to get woozy and you're like wait a minute are we in a scarecrow nightmare yeah. ah shit we're in another scarecrow nightmare we're literally you're movement joystick <laughs> pushes the story forward yes. and you don't want it to go yes. in the direction it's going oh that's like i remember at that part in the game whenever his master was like fucking fighting off i'm like dude i'm carrying his lightsaber i know where this go yeah this, was like, this motherfucker's about to die i don't want to have yeah. to see it yeah um eno cordova does that sound right is that his mm. master's name yeah oh no jaro Ta- tapple i'm looking at the wrong yeah jaro yeah his fucking Jaro's star wars names yep like they're getting out of control. Jarl. And he was cool. What species was he? He's that species that Zev is from uh Rebels. Um, I didn't watch Rebels. It's alright. So basically the interesting thing about this species is uh-huh. that it's um it's what do you call it? An old it's based on an old uh sketch of Chewbacca that I think Macquarie or Joe Johnson did way Just back like in the hairless day. Chewbacca? Uh well whenever Chewie was supposed to be this big lizard looking thing, but uh, they were like, It looks stupid, just cover yeah, it in yeah, fur. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um that is not her. For fuck's sakes. <laughs> um maybe if I look Google this guy. Yeah. It'll tell me. Yeah, Wikipedia is usually pretty good. Uh oh for God's sake, just tell me what fuck Lasat. So yeah, Zeb's a Lasat. Um, it's a species that was introduced in what's it called? Uh, Rebels. Yeah, Rebels. Mm. Um, he's kind of like their muscle. He's their Jane. If you in the Rebels paradigm and like, the Serenity paradigm, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like the big muscle guy who's just like, I don't fucking want to do shit. They give yeah. him an Aussie accent and shit. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. You give you, you give a new species an Aussie accent. I know what they're about. Yeah. <laughs> they want to fuck shit up. Yeah. Maybe drink. Probably drink. I bet you they're kind of a bristly persona with a heart of gold. Yeah. They don't want to fuck with spiders. No. Maybe they got a knife. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the last thing I'm going to say about fucking Final Order, they got to work this into the movies. Because I think they did it with a Sash Ventress, but using it, a fucking double bladed lightsaber, yeah. you can pop you in half pop, I know. and chuck one at another dude and yo, call it back. That was, yo, that shit was like, I am a huge fan of the lightsaber, and I'm pretty sure you and I are going to uh, Star Wars land at some point oh, next yeah. year yeah. to build our own lightsabers. But. The lightsaber customization in that game was the best (laughs) shit ever. The only thing I'm going to complain about is you only got the different colored kyber crystals near the fucking end. Yeah, that's right. Which drove me up the wall. Like, I'm a blue saber boy. Same. I'm a blue saber boy till I die. Yep. But... I like flirting with the other colors. Oh, dude, purple! I love, oh, I love purple, so good. I love bringing the purple rain, Yo, man. <laughs> can you imagine having a duel with two different colors oh, and then, psh, oh, detaching them? Did you oh. see? It's kind of interesting. Uh, for that last Star Wars movie, whenever Ray flicks on her lightsaber, one, the ignition isn't like a switch; it's like a dial. She thumbs like a, it's like a rotating little gear. No, I didn't see that. And also some fan pointed out you can actually see the crystal go from green to blue to mm. yellow. Or is it so blue? she has several crystals in there just to I don't, suit her taste? I mean to sell more toys. Like I don't yeah, fucking know yeah, why. I don't like that. That fucks with the lore too hard. You know what I'm saying? Because the like, crystal chooses you and you choose it, right? Exactly. So like yeah. why, unless she's like that powerful she's just like, yeah. oh, I've got all the crystals. Yeah. I'm not going to Yeah, I don't like that shit. 
But fuck that, <laughs> fuck that fuck. sequel trilogy. Yeah, but but so your your final thoughts on Jedi Order? Um, I I I it took so much restraint to talk about so many moments of that game um, with you. And, yeah, and I did tell I was like, Cal Kessis at first hated that fucking Same. guy so much, yeah. but near the end, I was like. You might be one of my favorite Jedi. It was that part because, dude, I fell in love with BD One. I was like, oh fuck, BD One, BD One's the shit. Yeah, the second he was able to zipline up, shit, I'm uh, like, you're my new favorite. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, those little touches of him when Cal's crawling through tiny spaces, he hops over and he's hopping over <laughs> through pipes and shit, and jumps back on his shoulder. I love that. Yeah, and also just kind of cool little shit. Like I, he, I learned to like. Whenever he you hear him make a noise, you're like, oh, there's some shit over there I'm missing. Yeah. Just that Seldy, like he's kind of like, what's her name in um in Bioshock? Elizabeth. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I actually like this character. They're mm-hmm. useful. I'm not just protecting their ass. Yeah, all yeah, the time. yeah. It's not this person that's gonna die and give me a game over. Exactly. It's somebody who's helping me out. Natalia from Goldeneye. Exactly. Um, but but Cal, the thing I love about Cal Kessis too is like he's stuck in a point where. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the timeline takes place before Force Awakens. Oh but yeah, after Order sixty six. I think it's before Star Wars: A New Hope. If uh, I'm not mistaken. Really? I'm pretty sure it takes place. Before yeah, New yeah, Hope. yeah. You could be right. Because Saw uh, is still alive. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. But just that idea of this Jedi trying to like keep the order going. Yeah. But is this nomad? Like he, he starts as a really whiny piece of shit. <laughs> But he almost becomes Han Solo, not Han Solo with a lightsaber, little but a little, bit, a little like bit, Luke, bit of Han in there too. But Luke a little and more Jedi. heart, yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I feel like he's kind of the, especially with all the extended universe stuff, yeah, being just fucking Alderaan. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's like the sort of like side Jedi we kind of need. Yeah, he's a little bit of Kyle Katarn, like yes. just like yeah, you know, which what I mean? is one of my favorite. Yeah, all the time. I don't, I don't know if I can call him a Jedi. Well, he I, Luke called him a Jedi. I like rogue Jedi's man. Yeah. Like even what's his fucking yeah. uh, Rebels is very Kyle. He's got the yellow shirt. He's got a yeah. lightsaber and a gun. Katarn's like, a shit. Yeah, like I don't know. Again, that's a whole period that again. I'm, I would love to see more of that chunk of Star Wars. Like, yeah. like, like, dude, Rogue One was fun. I'm not really interested in what happens after the Empire Falls. Yeah. Maybe between, after the Death Star blows up. Yeah. And, like, a couple of rebels get the incentive to be like, oh, wait, they're fallible. Yeah. We can take these fuckers. Like, for once, like, it's been proven that we can drive these fuckers yeah. back. Yeah. I would like to see that era. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I don't... I'm, the thing that doesn't interest me anymore is the, the Force as a council... Uh, I don't like that shit. I like the I like the force as a scrappy tool. Yeah, for for people trying to do the right thing. Well, I like the idea of just like listen, like everything, it's a remnant of an old indoctrinated faith. Yeah, and there were some things that were good about it, but yeah. the movies kind of proved the Jedi fucking suck. Oh, they sucked the sh- fucking shitload. I saw a great thing today where it's just like, I can't remember what the meme was but it's like Anakin was in the corner crying it's just like the Jedi Council completely ignoring the fact he likely has PTSD from the death of his mother. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You kind of, no, it's just fear. Instead, yeah. Let go of people. It's fear, Anakin. Yeah. Shut up. Instead, Yoda was like, look at the window, guys. Floating cars. See that? See that? Look, look where we Whoa. live. Whoa. Y'all thought we were monks who lived Whoa. humbly on like a remote planet? No, we live in like yeah. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. We're like the Church of Scientology yeah. of the Star Wars Do you universe. See the color of the carpet in here? Red. 
Uh, red carpet. Fucking so lush. We're walking on <laughs> chrome and red carpet. Uh, but there it is, man. Yeah. You got some lungs. Yeah. You got some... Bad boys. Bad boys. And you got some Fallen Order. Yeah. I that, think... That kind of sums both of us up. <laughs> that kind of sums up our relationship in the last 13 years. Star Wars fucking health problems and bad boys bad boys for life yeah there it is love you brother love you too man all right that's space action podcast for this week we'll see you guys uh sometime soon we got an oscar episode i think coming up because again we're so tiny with this shit but yeah we'll talk to you on the next episode